This is the Daniel Baldwin Show, presented by Del Lago Resort and Casino. Hey now! So I understand that our mystery guest is on the line. Mystery guest, are you there? Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. He's going to cross something up away. with Wilfred Vaughn nerd voice. I love it. All right. Pat Sheridan, you are on with a mystery guest. What do you say we give him? You want to give him five questions? Sure. Yeah, We're going to give him five questions to try to determine who our mystery guest is. Pat, you may start. Are you a professional football player? No. What, what was that? No. 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 <laughs> well, that includes, have you ever played professional football? Yes. Hmm. Did you play for the Philadelphia Eagles? No. <laughs> I love the voice. I love the voice. Are you also a ventriloquist? <laughs> Did you play for the Patriots? That's, that's three questions. No. <laughs> Did you play for the Patriots? The third oh. question. No. Oof. So now we, no. know. Yeah. Now, we, now we know. Well, I'm not even going to give him a hint. I'm not going to tell him how to play. <laughs> Three. You got two left. Did he? I, where'd you go to college? No, you can't yeah, do that. Yes ah! or no? You got it. It's not happening. This voice is killing me. <laughs> you can go ahead and guess what are it was you, are, are you a Muppet? <laughs> <laughs> With that voice. Um, yeah, dead air, babe. Come up with the question. You blank? You, you tapping out now? I'm tapping out with three, man. Okay, I, I three. well, well I'm, three, I'm uh, okay. So I'm going to give you a hint. I'm going to give you a hint with okay. two more questions left. Done. We know him from the Kelly. Oh. <laughs> now it narrows Whoa. the field to about fifty Whoa. of the ten thousand. Did you play for the Pittsburgh Steelers? No. Oh, what, what? He's, he's, no, you got to guess who it is. Can I give him a hint reach. for his final question? Negative. You're, I can't give him a hint? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, because you might give him something really obvious. No, go ahead, Josh. Go ahead, Josh. Give him the hint. I was just, no, I, I was going to say you have a similar haircut. Okay, that works. Well, that's wow. really, that, wow. that, that just shot it down. Yeah, that, that, he doesn't get it now, and I'm calling him out. I'm six foot four, 275 pounds, and maintain a p- consistent panda bear shape. Consistent panda. <laughs> I could give him a hint that would end it. Yeah, go do ahead. It. Just do it. All right, you bow out. You tap no, out. I don't bow out. I get one more question. Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. Well, you got to guess who it is now. This is it. Bill Goldberg. Bill Goldberg he gets it. I told you. I told you when you said the haircut, you're giving it away. Ladies and gentlemen, legendary NFL football player, and one of the that voice away. I told him. I said, "Do not call with that voice of yours. You're going to say one word. He's going to know who it is." Bill Mark. I would have got it in a second. Well done. What's going on, Bill? Oh man, just plotting and. Hey, happy 50th birthday, by the way. Thank you very much, Bill. Appreciate it. So, got it, man. so we, got, we, got, we got the big one coming up on Sunday. You got any preference? What? <laughs> <laughs> Do you have, a, you have a preference in the Super Bowl? Oh, uh, you know, I played against both of them, um, <clears throat> and therefore I feel like they're an enemy, but I can't really bet against Against the GOAT, you know, but, I mean, it, hey, man, I just want to see a good game. At the end of the day, uh, as a former NFL player and a guy who still watches, I just want to see a competitive game, man. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, I'd like to see a good game. I think it would be good for the game. 
honestly, to see Philadelphia win the game just because they've never done it. And, you know, I mean, it, 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 predicting that Tom Brady in New England is going to win is like predicting the sun's going to come up, for God's sake. It's becoming... All I can know. say is Runyon ended my career, so I can't I can't go with the Eagles. That's oh. Period. So, <laughs> it's, it's a personal vendetta against <laughs> Yeah, I got that down. Um, um, so... Hey, we hear, I mean, obviously, you know, um, um, we know your prowess and your, your NFL career in Atlanta. And, and, uh, <clears throat> but XFL is being announced that it's making a comeback. And, of course, one of the greatest wrestlers of all time being on the other end of the phone. I got to ask you, what do you think about that, Bill? I don't know his, I don't know his angle. Uh, uh, you know, is there, is it the time and the place for it? It could be, it could be the opportune time, but it's just, you know, at the end of the day, it's all about the storyline. I don't know where he's going with it. If he wants to repeat what he did back in the day. Obviously, you know, he's a smart businessman and he'll capitalize on his mistakes and hopefully make it, you know, 2.0 bigger and better. But I think there's a place for it if it's done right. I think so too. Is there, would there ever be a chance that you would be involved in that? From maybe from uh, you know from your experiences of playing, would you coach one of these teams? You know, I haven't even thought about that. I, I would be honored and privileged to further the career of anybody seeking to you know be the best in the NFL or or playing playing professional football. I mean, it was a love of mine, and it's one that I'll wear with me and be a a meathead defensive lineman, nose guard, defensive end to the day that I die. So um, I, I would definitely have to seriously consider an offer like that. It would be it'd be different. That'd be, that'd be for sure. Well, you, I mean, you're one of the guys. I mean, I mean, well, no, you're not one of You're the guy, the guy when you turn around and you say, hey, he made the transition from one professional sport to another professional sport, and, and, and this is, uh, you know, really a combination of both. You would, I would think you'd be one of the prime candidates to step in with your knowledge from playing in college and you're playing in the NFL. Uh, I can't imagine how you're not in that conversation, so... I just well, to- I I greatly appreciate that, man. You know, at the end of the day, what's good and what's what's good about Vince is that he likes to swerve people. So even the most obvious ideas at times can be met with, you know, a different direction, different storyline, and who knows? I, I mean, I, like I said, I don't know what he has up his sleeve with this one, but. Um, hopefully it succeeds, man. It gives more guys, you know, like me, the uh, further opportunity to extend their game. If they allow golf shirts with no sleeves on the sidelines, then Bill's in. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you know, we've, uh, seen, we've seen <laughs> we've seen this uh, this run now, and I don't think uh, we're, they're talking about the Golden Boy is going to step in now, and he's going to fight somebody from from. Uh, um, the MMA, you know, group, and and we saw what happened with uh, our Irish friend who got his oh. face beat in uh, by Floyd. Uh, so, so is there going to be a time when we see these guys box a wrestler? Is that ever? Is, has that come out t- to your knowledge? Because it seems like the logical progression of it to me. Well, look at look at Antonio Inoki and Muhammad Ali. That was a boxer against a wrestler, right? Right, um, right. He was the, he was the guy who laid on his back of, and kicked yeah, at Ali. At, yeah. at the end of the day, um, it's you know you're in the business. It's what people want to see and what people are willing to pay to see. If it's you know that's what I like used to like about Pride uh, fighting over in Japan. 
they were a cross promotion with a wrestling company that I was employed with, and I attended a number of their events and co-commentated a couple of them. It was the sheer spectacle of the event that drew people to it. Um, whether it was ridiculous or not, at some point, it was still something that people were willing to, to put money down on and take a chance, you know, because they wanted to be part of, of that occurrence. You know, if it's the Floyd Mayweather uh, McGregor fight and people want to watch it and, and shell out a hundred bucks because they don't want to tell people that they didn't, uh, I mean, then, you know, that's a, that's a portion of a pay-per-view that's willing to put money in the promoter and or the fighter's pocket that wasn't there back in the day. And there's a lot to be said for that. So, you know, the, the intrigue of, you know, pitting two professionals in different sports against each other will always be there. It's, it's that, you know, this is the time and the place for the generation, the me generation, the, Hey, look at me generation. Uh, to be front and center, so uh, a sport like that, an event like that, I think would be would be well received. And we just saw it with Connor, you know, with McGregor and and Mayweather. Well, when they start throwing that kind of money, you know, you you, you I'm seeing guys that are you know 48 years old now saying to themselves, you know what, I'll get in the ring with that guy, you know, because when you start mixing, the difference is if you were to take. A boxer, and I mean, I think you and more than Pat and I, but Pat and I, who are both high-level high school and college wrestlers, will be able to say, there isn't a boxer, a heavyweight boxer I've ever met in my life if I was allowed to tie him up and take him down that I wouldn't, including Muhammad Ali. I would have beat his ass. I would have beat his ass if I was allowed to grab him and wrestle him. So, you know, I can't imagine uh, what it must be like for them to have to fight under the Marcus of Queensbury rules. What would happen if the next day they had to go back in there and wrestle the guy or had to go back in there and MMA? So you're never going to see a boxer, I don't believe, that's going to decide he wants to do mixed martial arts, you know, or, or one of these other venues. He'll box the guy, in which case he has the advantage. And, and, and I don't know of, and I think Colin's a pretty tough guy for his you know, but he was obviously. I, I think he could have knocked him out three rounds before that if he really oh, he wanted was, to. He was, he was, it was a show. He was carried by him. Yeah. I mean, th- let's be perfectly honest. I mean, it, Floyd's a Floyd's a businessman. The promoters knew it all all along. You, you know, if you're skilled, if you're a guy like Floyd, and you are skilled at a profession for your entire life, and you get a guy, whether he is a great athlete and can adapt or not. And, uh, and that learns to craft over a three-year, five-year, six-year, eight-year period of time, it doesn't compare. You know that. Yeah. It no, doesn't yeah. compare by any means. Listen, I but saw... people are willing to pay to see it. Because right. Because people don't know... Because the, the, the respective viewers aren't skilled in that discipline enough to know that it's, it's a farce. Yeah, I told the story. I, I hosted a, uh, a, a Showtime boxing event recently in San Antonio. And I told a story in the press that I got, I got some heat for, but I'll tell it again because I don't really care. So Billy and I are in the, uh, are, are in Vegas for the Botha Tyson fight, and I know Mike. <laughs> and so yep. I, I uh, when Mike was incarcerated, his favorite show was Homicide Life on the Street. So Richard Bells and I were sending him advance um, um, tapings of the show so he could watch with his friends before it even aired. And so I became, through him going to jail, friends with, with Mike. So we're in his locker room before the match. 
And Tyson turns around and go, Mike, what do you think, man? Are you going to get this guy? I mean, I'm, I'm pretty naive to all of it. I, he's Mike Tyson. I figure he's going to knock out both of them. Both of them was a, a high-ranked, and he was a European champ and so on and so forth. And he goes, well, I think the smart money's on, on the fifth round. And I turned around and looked at him. I said, I'm sorry? And Billy goes, he said the smart money's on the fifth round. And I thought, well, the under and over is like one and a half. You know I mean? He's supposed, yeah, to, he's supposed to knock this guy. But no, no, no. He looked at me again. He goes, yeah, but I think the smart money's on the fifth round. And so I looked and I went, uh-oh. So, of course, you go out and you go to the betting window and you say, fifth round knockout Tyson. And the guy goes, yeah, nine to one. You know, it was like some yeah. astronomical <laughs> that both of us going to. And sure enough, he goes, but don't worry, I'll let you know. And so I yeah. let, I'll let you know. Right. And he walked out. And if you look at the at the fight footage and 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 you look at that fight, now I'm not saying Mike Tyson laid on it until the fifth round. I'm not saying that. I'm just telling you, he thought the smart money was on yeah, the fifth you're, round. Yeah, you're just saying Mike and bet so, the fifth. So, <laughs> and, so, and, so, and so he walks out and they go ding, and he looks right at Billy and I were in the front row, and he winks. He walks out. They go bop 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 bop. He dances around a little bit. Boom. They they give they you know he takes a look takes a look up at the clock. Thirty three seconds. down. It was like it was like he picked his hands up and said, "Yeah, night night," and he oh. laid him out in the fifth. And I made a lot. Oh. <laughs> well, you know, I think that's going to get enough press by you saying that again. So I'll withhold my Pete Rose story <laughs> at, 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 uh, at what fight was it? Uh, Vinny Pazian. No, it was the, uh, uh, it was Ruiz, uh, Holyfield fight at Foxwood. Yeah. I'll, 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 I'll tell you that one in person. But, <laughs> you, tell, you tell me that one in person. Ladies and gentlemen, the great Bill Goldberg. Wow. You the man, Bill. You the man. Thank you so much for taking the time, Billy. And we'll Pleasure. see you. If I don't talk to you uh, and see you, we will definitely see you at the Jim Kelly, where I will tell the story on air about when Bill Goldberg told me he was going to shave my head for Jim Kelly. <laughs> and I did. And I did. You were so gracious. And I took a little Love like a you man. guys. Love you too, bro. God bless you. Thank you. Be good, buddy. And we'll be back right after this break.